0: Uh, We're going to get the picture across the EU now with Mattia Toaldo from the think tank, the European Council on Foreign Relations. Hello, Mattia.
1: Hello, good afternoon.
0: Um, How do you think Britain compares to other EU countries?
1: Well, generally, you don't get rich by being an asylum seeker anywhere in the in the EU. Uh, in the UK, you get about five pounds per day, 36 pounds per week uh, by being an asylum seeker. That's more or less what you get throughout the continent. Uh, the figure that was given before about Germany, of course, includes in-kind provisions, so it's not cash that is given to the asylum seekers. In France, you may get up to uh, 11 uh, euros per day if you're an asylum seeker. So it's slightly more uh, than in the UK. In Italy, it's slightly less than the UK. In Hungary, it's a lot less. It's, uh, you can get €10 Euros per month by being an asylum right. seeker.
0: Right, so that, that's a cash figure. And what about the numbers of migrants? We've been hearing from uh, Mark Mardell and we've heard from Germany here about the numbers. What, how does the UK compare in terms of asylum applications?
1: Well, generally, the UK has about half uh, of the asylum seekers per million residents. So in the EU, you have about 800 asylum seekers for a million residents. In the UK, you have about 465. To compare, for instance, in Sweden, you have 5,000 asylum seekers for a million residents.
0: Yeah, and there we also hear that there's been the uh, concern... of Swedes, about ghettos, about places where Swedish isn't spoken, where there's no integration, and the debate has shifted to the volumes that are being allowed in. So if Sweden is having many more, there's an argument in Sweden about whether they've gone too far. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's an argument for Sweden, because of course, they have been getting a lot of asylum seekers and refugees in the recent years. But bear in mind that there is a huge number of uh, refugees coming out just of the Syrian crisis. About half of the Syrian population uh, is now either internally displaced or uh, living as a refugee nearby.
0: And when we think of that one country, half of that population is on the move. Half of all Syrian asylum seekers end up in Sweden. That's an extraordinary... Ordinary figure.
1: Well, actually, half of those who come to the EU, because the largest number of uh, Syrian refugees actually live in the neighbouring countries. Turkey alone has about 2 million Syrian refugees on its soil. And Lebanon is astonishing, because out of a population of 4 million, they have 1 million Syrian refugees.
0: Now, Mattia toaldo that's an Italian name, if ever I heard it. Exactly. And we saw pictures just a few months ago of your island of Lampedusa, where there are so many migrants who've crossed the mediterranean that they clearly outnumber the italians there
1: yeah although now with the search and rescue operations in the mediterranean people don't end up anymore on the island because of course that was not feasible in the long term but for sure we have had about 200,000 people last year arriving uh, to italy just from libya uh, so that is a crisis of course it's not comparable to the ones i was describing before for lebanon and turkey and can you understand, I asked Nina this, can you
0: see why the British have, have found that there's a new tone to this problem because of what's happening in Calais? The roads are frequently on fire in Calais because of a strike. The roads of Kent are frequently blocked. There has been deaths in the Channel Tunnel. Uh, you can see, can't you, why the British are saying what's going wrong with the policy on migration?
1: For sure, and I agree with Nina. Part of it is because this crisis is very visual. We can show that on TV. We can show the migrants uh, boarding on lorries. We can show the fire in Calais and so on. Uh, So I think part of the issue is that we can see this because, of course, the the largest number of people who come to the UK don't come through uh, the tunnel channel. Finally, I'll bring
0: Nina back in here. Just a question for you both. The migrant coping mechanisms of Europe, out of ten... How do you rate them? Nina? Mm, Four, maybe. Four. And what about you from the Council on Foreign Relations, Mattia? How do you rate how Europe is dealing with the migrant problem?
1: I would say slightly more generous, five, because this is an unprecedented crisis. Thank you both for your time. It's also a very complicated
0: one, and we've compared different countries. We've had all sorts of figures, and it's emotional too, as I think we're probably going to hear. That was Nina Trentman and Mattia Toaldo.